Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode 21. This episode is brought to you by Ecom Grow Strong, my new course for e-com business owners who want to increase sales and decrease their stress and overwhelm when it comes to marketing. It's all about building strong foundations, putting the right things in place so you do it right from the start. No more wasting years figuring out yourself, no more wasting money and no more guessing. Now head to my website, lisaburn.com.au to add your name to the waitlist and I'll be sending out a special offer to all those people on the waitlist very soon for the next round, which is opening in July. So on to today's episode. Now there comes a time in every small business journey when you realize I really do need better photos of myself, not just the photos of your products. The best way and easiest way to increase trust in your business is by showing up as yourself, telling your story, and that includes your face. So when it comes to photography, there was no one else I wanted to speak to on the subject other than the wonderful Sophie Timothy, the director of Sister Scout. Now, if you have avoided doing a brand shoot for yourself because you didn't know what to do, you thought it was too scary, too hard, too overwhelming, this episode is for you. Or you might be like me and you've done a few and you want to really nail the next one. Now, Sophie is going to help us figure out exactly what to do that. And it's all down to planning. Now, Sophie is a wonderful photographer and a total champion for people who identify as women. In this episode, she helps us get over the fear of being in front of the camera and how to plan your shoot so you get the most from your shoot. We're going to talk about how to choose the right photographer to match your vibe and your visual identity how to figure out what you need to communicate with your images, how to prepare for the shots that you want, which location you should choose, what to wear, hair and makeup, and so much more. This is a fantastic, really practical episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Sophie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Lisa. Super happy to be here. Yay. And we were just gas bagging all about photo shoots and branding and expectations before. So we thought let's hit record and do this conversation because we've got so much good stuff to share. So why don't we start with an introduction? Sure. So I'm Sophie Timothy and I'm the owner of Sister Scout, which is a branding and headshot photography business. I'm based in Melbourne and I'm all about creating a safe space for people to really show up as themselves and make an impact in their sphere of influence. So, yeah. Yes, I love that. And I have had done a photo shoot with you when I was in Melbourne. Gosh, that's probably about two years ago now. I had different colour hair. Maybe even three, I don't know. Maybe even three, that's scary. Yeah, and silly me, I went out the night before. (laughs) And so I was a little bit tired and a little bit hungover, but you still made me look amazing. So thank you. And, I mean, everybody would know I think everybody on Instagram would know you because you've done so many amazing shoots with really well-known 
women in business and you've got that iconic natural light look, which I just love. Oh, thank you. That's yeah, it's very kind of you. I don't know if everyone would know me, but <laughs> I reckon they do. I'll do a poll uh. afterwards. <laughs> yes. So you do headshots and you also do branding days and you also have a directory for women in business on your website too. Yes, I do. Yeah. The sister scouthood. So I'm trying to move away from saying I work with women because I want to be a bit more inclusive. Oh, so yeah. I tend to say I work with people who identify as women. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so the hood is um I say it's a, a directory for good people doing good things. So nice. when people sign up, they have to like pledge this alliance allegiance to like a whole bunch of different values that are sort of like community over competition and integrity and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, if you have a business that you run according to kind of what I think are like good values, you're welcome in the hood. And it's just a really great way to, um, I guess, connect with people that you might not otherwise like put your business in front of a whole other section of people that, yeah, are kind of aligned with, I suppose, the community that I've built around Sister Scout. So yeah. Yeah, Awesome. And Tell us about your photography side of the business. So why I wanted to chat to you today is because I do have so many women who are growing their e-commerce business and they've focused on all other parts of their business, I find, the website, the product photography, the actual products. But then when we look at their uh, their Instagram or their website, there is like a ghost town. There's not a face in sight they're hiding behind their brand and they're struggling to tell their story. And the main reason why they're struggling to tell their story is because they don't feel confident to get in front of their brand. And then of course, they don't have amazing images. So what the reason why I wanted to chat to you today was to help women kind of get their head around what it is they need to look for and how do they approach it? How do they pick the photographer? You know, the shot list, all of that so we can kind of grow that confidence to to take the leap and invest in amazing photography. Yeah, so I think it's interesting one with particularly with e-commerce or product-based businesses because I think like you say, you know, you spend so much time developing the product that and you kind of think the product's just going to sell itself like yeah. I'm just going to let the product do the talking, you know. And I think that's really that makes a lot of sense, you know, that you would think that way. But I think just in the last 10 years we've seen that I think the strong, you know, really strong brands out there, particularly on Instagram, are ones where you kind of have a bit of insight into the maker, the creator, the people behind the brand. And especially if you're, you know, you're a purpose-driven brand, like usually why you're doing what you're doing has come from somewhere deep within you. So it's really, I think, powerful to talk about that. And to be able to talk about that, it's really great to put your face out there, which I know is terrifying for lots of people. Mm myself included. But I think, you know, the engagement speaks for itself. Like if you've ever jumped on stories or posted a photo of yourself, you'll probably see that the engagement goes up quite a lot. And I think that's because we're human, like we're humans. We want to connect with other humans, right? We want to know the story behind a brand. We want to understand what's making that person tick. And I think maybe because I think the world of products, you know, everything has to be so polished, the product photos and the descriptions and the website, everything has to look so schmick Mm. that it gets a bit overwhelming when it comes to showing up. You sort of think, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not polished enough to like get on stories or people don't want to see me in my dressing gown, packing orders or whatever. 
the truth is people want to see that stuff. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> I love seeing brands. Like I love seeing, you know, the people who are making my stuff or designing my stuff or, you know, at home in their trackies. Like I love that so yeah. much. And I think stories is a really good place to start, just kind of dipping your toe in that world. And then when you feel ready, you can go have a photo shoot and, you know, if you're not ready to have it in your warehouse or your your home or your office or whatever, like do it on location somewhere. But yeah, I just think it's the kind of the way of the world these days. People really want to connect with you and your brand. So yeah, yeah. totally. Exactly. I think you nailed it. They want to see you both you know, in your trackies or dropping the kids off or whatever it is. And they also want to see you doing your thing and standing up as, you know, the leader of your business and someone who's making a a difference to the world and being proud of who you are, no matter, you know, if it's polished or not. But if you want to to go the polished in air air quotes route, (laughs) where do you start? Like, how do you choose a photographer? And like, how long do you need to get a good bank of photos? Mm, yeah. So I think the, how do you choose a photographer question mm. is really important because I guess like choosing a graphic designer or choosing a copywriter, you know, it can really impact your brand and how people perceive what you do. Mm. And it also can be a really either empowering and positive experience or can be like a really draining, demoralizing experience. Oh my God. Yes. So it's super important <laughs> to pick someone that you have a good sense. Like just, I I think my big piece of advice would be go with your gut, like maybe start following the person on Instagram, you know, watch their stories, check out what they're sharing, look at the photos they've done for other people. If you know anyone who's had a shoot with them, you can reach out to them and be like, hey, what was it like, you know, having photos done with whoever and just get that kind of inside perspective before you just jump on and book something. I totally agree. I've I've had an amazing experience and a not so amazing experience. Obviously, my amazing experience was with you. Even though I was hungover, I felt really comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And the the images were beautiful and relaxed. And I think when I did the other one, I maybe jumped into it too early and I didn't ask those questions that you said or or do my due diligence, like make sure, okay, does the look and the feel match up with how Mm. I want to look and feel? Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say is like, If you really love, like maybe look at the photos that you're drawn to on Instagram. Are Mm. they really like polished, airbrushed, you know, look like they've maybe had used a flash or artificial lighting? Do they look sort of really posed? If that's your style, like find a photographer who does that style. Mm. If you are more into the kind of more candid, naturalistic sort of look, natural light, which is probably more my style, like make sure you find someone who does that style. If you have a particular brand aesthetic, most photographers will stick to their editing style. Like it's not really the done thing to negotiate after a shoot around style, just because like when you book with that person, you're sort of booking them for their style. Yeah. So you're sort of best off picking someone who has the style you like from the start. So if you have a brand that's really like, I don't know, neutral muted tones, like a little bit boho, like mm-hmm. maybe don't pick a person whose photography is like really super bright, white, saturated, you know, like just yes. think about, yeah, how it's yeah. going to go up in your Instagram feed or on your website. Yeah, and it's such a, a basic thing, but even for seasoned professionals like myself, I for some reason I, I didn't think of that, which is ridiculously insane. 
But, you know, yeah, you can go on Instagram and save images that speak to you perhaps, or you go to go on Pinterest and save, like just type in branded headshot day or headshots and, and just create a board of those images that speak to you. And you'll probably find a little pattern emerging of things that feel mm-hmm. really good and things that feel really icky and foreign. Yes. Not you. Yeah. And like, yeah, observing, I guess, equally the things that you don't love, (laughs) you know, like, oh, that's not the kind of photography I want. And yeah, I guess just asking around and and trying to find people who've had photos done with photographers and seeing the kind of work that they got from it. So, because I think it's one thing to look on someone's website because they put their best photos on their website, right? That's true. But I think you know, if you know someone who's had photos with a photographer, maybe you could say, oh, could I have a look at the gallery, you know, so yeah, that you could get idea. a sense of like, what do you get for a two-hour shoot or what do you get for a 20-minute headshot session, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And do you expect to get the edited ones and the raw ones? Is that something that, no, or it depends? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on every photographer. I have in my contract really clearly that I don't, give the roars yeah for me it's about the integrity of my work because if I give up the roars like people could do anything to them um and and then yeah control of that so yeah for me it's like when you book me you're booking me and my style yeah um obviously if someone has feedback around particular things we take I take that into account but overall I sort of expect and, and make it clear that if someone books me you know you're getting the style that I provide um, yes yeah I don't know if it's different with product photography so I don't want to speak for other no well but yeah well definitely I, I I want to chat to you today about yeah the brand photography so the person yeah in front of the brand and I guess there's also and you've probably done this too where you're bringing the person and their brands into the photo shoot too yes absolutely yeah so often when I photograph someone who has an e-com or a product-based business like we'll often integrate you know, so like, I'm just trying to think back, like I've photographed Capra designs who do beautiful ceramic planters and interesting Ooh. kind of sculptures and stuff. And like, we did a, sh- a bunch of shots at their home as well as in their warehouse where they do all their packing and stuff. And that was just like, you know, there were lots of shots with the beautiful objects, but also mm-hmm. some headshots and doing shots, like them packing stuff, you know, I don't know, just kind of in situ really tells yes. the story of their brand, but then also in their home and she, you know, she'd set out, like they have lots of their products in their house anyway, but kind of put them around the house to sort of show how you can use them. Yeah. I yeah. love that full circle approach. Like, you know, it's telling that story of you being a human, like here I am, I'm a mum. I'm with my kids even, you know, here I am in the warehouse, here I am designing, um, you know, looking at colour swatches or sketches, like that's the fun story you can tell. And it just makes posting on social and even your email campaigns and you're creating your website just makes it so much easier because the visuals are telling the story and you can match that up with great copy. It's sort of like ticking so many boxes. Yeah. And I think people also love to see products in context, like, there's definitely a place for the like deep etched, you know, product image. But I think like, I'm just thinking of a brand called Woodruff and Co who I, who are like beautiful clients of mine. And I think, yeah, Beck started with a headshot day and then we've kind of done product shoots. And then I've, I recently went to their home in Mount Martha and they have like a home office where they have all their, they do like custom stamps and 
packaging and yeah, sort of stuff around packaging. So they do custom tape and stamps and things like that. And it was just so great to capture them in their environment. But while we were there, they were also like, oh, we've got this new product coming out in six months. Like we'd love you to take a photo of it today, like just on the bench or like on the shelf or in my hands. So it was kind of easy to get shots like that for them as well, that they can use on socials. So, and on their website if they want, but just slightly more relaxed, candid, like not so stylized and not so polished, but just a bit of character and shows the product being used or. um, Yeah. So yeah, we kind of combined it all in one. That's so good. It was fun. And it's, it's so nice that they could grow with you. Like, you know, the photographer, same photographer from, from the beginning that really strengthens the brand look too, as they've evolved. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that Beck has really valued over the years. She's like, I think we've done four shoots now or maybe more I don't know just like and I feel like I know their brand really well now too so there's definitely something to be said for like when you find a good photographer that you work well with like definitely if they get your brand and know how to take photos of your products like stick with them yeah (laughs) Um, Beck even like sent me some of her packing tape to photograph in lockdown last year and just knowing that she trusted me you know to to take photos of her products even though she couldn't be there with me to style it or whatever like she just trusted me so that was that was really cool and yeah it was really great to then revisit them this year in their studio in their backyard in Mount Martha so yeah awesome beautiful and so that branding that day shoot was was that like a full day that they'd booked with you or is it no I think it was I can't remember if it was two or three hours but yeah I mean, it depends on the kind of photographer you are, how much you can fit in. I generally, like that day, we just did it in the one location at their house. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much travel time involved. It was just kind of like all in the one space. We did some in their house, some in their studio, some in the backyard. Like it was pretty contained and we just did what we could in that time. I think I'm always saying to clients, it's a balance of like energy and budget and you know, there's a lot of planning involved in a photo yes. shoot, especially if you do like a four-hour shoot, for example. You really have to plan what you want to get out of it. Otherwise, it's it's not worth the investment. So I think you've got to balance up how much time do I have to plan this? How much money do I have to spend? And how many photos, like what do I want to get out of it? How mm. you know, Do I want this to be a one and done thing for like the next 18 months to two years? Mm. Or is it just like a top up for the next six months? You know, you've kind of got to yes what you're wanting from it yeah the planning thing I really wanted to chat to you about like how far out should we start planning do you drive the shot list or is it like a collaboration you have a preset like how do you do it so I have a thing with my clients so I've created a what I call a photo shoot what blah 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 what do I call it (laughs) photo shoot planner workbook that's right okay mixed up anyway it's basically this document that takes my clients through all kind of the things they need to think about to come up with an effective shot list at the end. So I provide that as part of when they book in, they get that, and then they can work on it in the lead up to the shoot. And then about a week before the shoot, I kind of ask for them to come back to me with a list of shots that they're looking to do on the day. And then I can kind of give them feedback on whether it's too many or not enough. And I can, I also offer like, if people want to jump on zoom and do some brainstorming, we can do that too. But a lot of people find that the planner, the workbook planner is pretty good. Yeah. Um, it takes you through stuff like 
you know, what have you got planned this year in terms of products or launches? Like what different, I don't know, do you need to think about a Christmas photo? Do you need to yes. think about you're launching a course in, or a podcast and you need a shot for that? Um, yeah. Like what are your values? How can you show your values through your photos? What are the like tools of the trade? What are the things that, you know, you use in your personal life? Or is there anything sentimental that will help you tell the story of you and your brand? Like, I love yeah, that. Taking through all of that sort of stuff. That's amazing. And it's things that as, you know, as a busy business owner where you're just kind of like running and in the thick of it, you would never stop to think about all those different touch points or, you know, pieces of storytelling that you can bring into a brand shoot. Yeah, totally. And I think people think, oh, no one wants to know about the fact yeah. that I really like Jimmy Barnes. And it's like, <laughs> but they do. <laughs> I have this one client who loves um, Jimmy Barnes. <laughs> so did you like organize him to turn up like how do you represent him oh no she just had his biography with her on the day oh that's cute yeah yeah. so anyway um yeah I think people like that kind of stuff it's funny the like the personal things that you might think people don't care about but I think people just want to know about you and your brand totally if you've got those little quirks bring them out yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just trying crazy to think what would that person. Yeah. Um, other client, Jen, shout out to Jen, who um from Pink Pom Pom Social, who has 11 cats and like we <laughs> photographed in her house and it was kind of crazy. There were cats everywhere, but like that's her, you know? So. Yeah. I want to, I'm totally going to check out Pink, pink, pink <laughs> Pom Pom. And I actually, that makes me think of the shoot that you did with Katie Griffin, who is, is a lovely friend of mine. And yeah, and you did it. You went to her home, and it's uh, you used all like funny kid mum props to tell stories. Yeah, yeah. Like she's reading oh, the kids' God. book, or she's I don't know. She had some great ideas. Yeah, yeah, um, and she had like funny little t-shirts made yeah, up. She and... had these t-shirts done. I love that. <laughs> that was such a funny story behind that shoot because Katie lives in the Dandenongs, which is like beautiful mountainous, like bushland part of Melbourne. And it was such a dark day. It was like oh. grey and wet and Katie Damn. and I were just like, man, and her house is like awesome, but it's original, like unrenovated. And so, I don't know, it's just not a very, <laughs> Katie's going to hate Light me. and bright. It's not like light and bright. And yeah, so yeah. we were just struggling that day. <laughs> but in the end, Katie was just like, no, nah, I love it. Like, this is me. This is my house. This is my brand. Like, I don't care. And I yeah. think like just embracing who you are is so important and just so like people really then can relate to you and connect with you and it's memorable too perfect yeah people feel really like oh I can't relate to that person so totally yeah and memorable yes true yeah because there's probably like a thousand different professionals out there with headshots but I'm remembering the ones that Katie had because they were so her they were so normal uh, but and funny as well (laughs) and the whole perfect thing I was speaking to a a client last night about you know their feed was very very perfect and very very beautiful and every time that she appeared she looked amazing but it was at a juxtap you know it was at odds with the message that she had you know uh, so I was trying to explain that it's okay to be a bit messy and a little bit raw and a little bit you know normal because that's authentic and people want to see that totally yeah people love to see who you really are and I think all of us are a bit like ho-hum about perfect Instagram feeds and you know like I mean there's a place obviously for that but I think it it can get a bit boring same same yeah 
totally boring. I'm all for that. And I guess showing up as you are, that's one of my questions, which I always grapple with because I've done both. I've done hair and makeup and I've done no hair and makeup. And I liked both. And it's fraught with um, anxiety for some people because it's like if you don't wear a lot of makeup some of the time and you sit down and you get your hair and makeup done, you do look quite different in person and you can look quite different in the pictures. So what's your spin on that? What do you think? Yeah, that's a really good question. Speaking of real and imperfect, I think my washing machine's about to make a noise. So okay, well, <laughs> it does this little like do, 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 when it finishes. Oh, perfect! There we go. <laughs> finishes its cycle. I've never had a dish, um, uh, washing machine on the on the podcast before. Yeah, well, today's the day. I didn't think to pause <laughs> it before this recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to makeup. I think it's so personal. It's so hard mm. to say. I think I've done both too. I think it comes down to like your brand and. I don't know. I think for some brands, maybe getting your hair and makeup done professionally would be a bit too much. Or like if you've got a really like organic something, Mm. like you might feel like it's too much. But I also think if you are going to go for makeup, asking for like a no makeup makeup look can work well. Because I think what you kind of want, what can be beneficial is just like evening out your skin tone and enhancing the features that are already there. It's just the camera tends to like, wash everything out a bit Mm. um so it is possible to get makeup that you know still makes you feel polished and confident and you know even your skin tone and just kind of you know the camera kind of likes it yeah (laughs) Uh, in a way that's not like really intense and you know to the point where you don't feel like you look like yourself yourself Um, yeah because it can work both ways yeah you can then other brands like you might might really suit having quite professional makeup and hair I don't know there's no easy answer but I think it's once again a bit like finding a photographer it's about finding a makeup artist who communicates well and who you can have a really honest dialogue with and like I think reference images are always really helpful Mm -hmm. um yeah and that you can you know you can talk to them about okay what is it I like about that is it the eyes is it the what is it that I'm drawn to about this and they'll help tease it out of you yeah so it's not lost in translation. Yeah. What did you find? Like what, which one did you prefer? A mix. Um, oh gosh. I did one recently with a local photographer, Brooke, and I just literally rocked up as I would normally with my makeup, like a little bit of foundation, mascara, eyebrows, but that's it. And I loved that actually. It, it made me feel kind of like super, it's super easy, super natural. But then other times where you may be feeling a bit more vulnerable and you do like that little extra shield of mm. makeup, like you're right, it's down to that fine line of being too done up and done up. It's it's a tricky one. Yeah. And I also think, I don't know, There's a, I think there's a move out there away from being too polished and fake. And I think I'm all for that. So while I love my makeup artists and recommend them all the time, I also am equally like if someone just wants to do their own makeup or not wear makeup at all or like I'm so for that. If you just want to shoot at home and have like a really relaxed, authentic, inadvertent comment yes. shoot, like I just think that's great. So yeah, there's, there's not really a wrong answer. And I think maybe when you're starting out and you feel a bit lost and you're not as confident in yourself or in your brand, like it can be hard to make those decisions. Yeah, um, can. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think sometimes we put so much pressure on the first photo shoot too. The first time yeah. we get photos, we're like, we want this to be perfect. But what I find is like 
often the first shoot, it's kind of like your experiment, you know, figuring out what works for you, what you like, what works mm. well, what you find useful, what are the photos that you end up using all the time, you know, did yes. the hair and makeup suit you, did the style, like I think it's hard to nail it first. So just yeah, consider so- your first shoot kind of like just trying it out, you know. Yeah, so you could also almost start small, like maybe just book a one hour or two hour shoot. And then as your business grows, you can do more. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so Katie from, well, Katie Griffin, yeah, Google Ads, like we're talking about. So she started with a headshot day. Yeah. And then she booked a branding session. Actually, she booked two headshot days. And then she was like, I should just book a branding session. I keep <laughs> headshot days. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, for her, she was able to, and she did her own makeup, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and like heaps of my clients do their own makeup and hair. It's just so personal. Yeah. Whereas other and people how- are like, no, I don't feel confident at all. Like I always find with my, my hair is the thing. I'm like, I just, I don't know, hair, I find hard to style. And so. Well, especially like you've help. got curly hair yeah. too. I've got curly hair and Ugh. it's the bane of my existence. Yeah. So just I don't know. It's just we all have our bugbears, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. My other one is my tummy. Like, you know, I've got the mum tum. Everything else is uh, kind of okay, but I feel so self-conscious about, you know, in photos, sitting, you know, seeing roles and you know, feeling uncomfortable. And so what would you say would be, what do you wear? Like, I never know. Do you wear something flowy? Do you wear something fitted? It's oh, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. So I, as part of when my clients sign up, they get the workbook, but then they also get an access to access to a video library, which has videos from, from some makeup artist, from a makeup artist, Danny, that works with a lot of my clients talking about what we've just talked about, like, should I wear makeup or not? What kind of level of makeup? And then I have a couple of videos with Emily Dennis from Conscious Garment, who's a stylist. And she has the couple of videos are um, how to put together outfits from your existing wardrobe and kind of how to style your outfits for a photo shoot. And they're just like the best videos ever. Anyway, Emily is awesome. I would highly recommend Emily from Conscious Garment. She's in Melbourne, but I'm pretty sure she does zoom appointments as well but um I don't know I think there's such an art to like finding your own personal style but then also then marrying that with your brand style like I'm not really a flowy dress I mean I'm wearing a flowy dress today but I'm not really a flowy (laughs) dress kind of person and like my brand's not really a boho brand so I wouldn't personally I wouldn't go that style I tend to say to clients like think about what your ideal or your like think about your preferred customer like someone that you really have loved working with or a customer that like every release buys, you know, mm-hmm. like what's their style? What did, what would they wear on like, you know, to go to a party or an event or something? Like, yeah. Think about an elevated version of their everyday look. Think about an, ev- an elevated version of your everyday look. Like I think don't, don't stray too far from your own yes. style, but also like try and think about your brand and like the colors of your brand and what would complement say you shoved, like shoved, stuck one of your photos on your website, like you want it to look harmonious in that context. So, you know, if your brand's like browns and neutrals and creams, like maybe don't wear a bright purple top or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's a lot to think about. And I think the fact that you do so much of that thinking for them and help them step them through that, that it's a godsend. It really does help. And it's going to make them feel confident when they rock up on the day because that's the whole other thing, how you feel yeah, on the day. Like you may yeah. wake up feeling, 
like down in the dumps or feeling bloated or whatever. So yeah. if you can do the hard work to get you there to the day feeling good, that's going to come that's out in the photos. That's it. And I always say to people like wear stuff that you love and that you feel comfortable in. Like if you're wearing something uncomfortable that you don't like, it's going to come through. Because yeah, you know what totally. it's like when you wear something really not like you or it just doesn't fit right or looks, you know, you just don't feel comfy. And then no, the photos you kind of like. <laughs> you just yeah. Relax. Yes. So, and I also think, you know, if you're not just doing a quick headshot, if you're doing like an hour or two hours, think about a mix of seat, like trans seasonal stuff. Like if you're getting a shoot in winter, don't just wear winter clothes because you want to be able to use the photos all year. Yeah. So think about that. And also like think about some more casual outfits and then maybe something a bit more dressy, you know, kind of mix it up. Yeah. So yeah, have a few options up your sleeve. And I think too, like, like we were talking before about being memorable, like I think it's easy to get caught up in like wanting to look really fashionable or perfect or like on trend or whatever. Mm. But I think, you know, the most important advice I can give you is just be yourself. And I think like when people really embrace who they are, like it really shines through on the day. So yeah. Yeah, and I think that's more memorable in lots of ways. Like some of the most memorable shoots that I've done have been where people are just like so out of the box, you know, (laughs) not like every other Instagram brand, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, totally. And I think that next time I get to Melbourne, well, if you ever come to Sydney as well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and just be myself. Maybe I need to have like a little shot of something beforehand a little a whiskey or something <laughs> do you ever get that clients having a little nip of something before they get going no they've admitted to me <laughs> so I'm the only inappropriate person <laughs> no, no. I'll, often we're shooting at like 10 in the morning so that's true <laughs> a little early mm. a Bailey's coffee maybe. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much that's such so much great value and advice for um listeners and I'm, I hope that's helped people feel more confident to book in a shoot and get some great photos because it really does change things for you I feel like it's a game-changing thing to get great photos yeah it can really help you I don't know, just connect with your audience on another level and yeah. really step into your, I don't know, just your identity as a yeah. as a business owner. Like it can yeah. be hard sometimes to find that confidence, but I think having photos done can do that if, if it's done in a safe and supportive way. Yeah, that's true. And where can people find out about you to book you if yeah. they're in Melbourne or if you've got Sydney days coming up? Travel. COVID yep. kind of has made me a bit gun shy, but um, mm. <laughs> yes. I am doing a sneaky trip to Sydney in June, but I think I'm almost already booked out for that. Ooh, but anyway, okay. we can talk offline, Lisa. Yeah. What's your um, um, website? Yeah, they, you can find me at www.bothering <laughs> <laughs> with that part of it. Sisterscout.studio. God, I sound like a... <laughs> I did that the other day, www. I sound like an idiot. Um, yeah, and how about on social? Um, Sister Scout underscore is my Instagram. And I should mention on my website, if you go to Scout Shop, which is in the menu, you can actually buy my photo shoot workbook. Oh, um, fabulous. It's like a standalone product that I sell just because I figure like, you know, there's probably people interstate and stuff who want to plan for their photo shoot. Exactly. And, yeah, I offer that as a PDF download. Fabulous. Like $20 something dollars. <laughs> I should know <Yeah>. that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It was so nice See chatting you. with you. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me this week. Today's episode was brought to you by my new e-commerce marketing course for women called Ecom Grow Strong. Head to my website at lisaburn.com.au to learn more and add your name to the waitlist for round two, which is starting in August. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And I would love you to leave me a rating and review. Thanks so much and see you next week. Mm-hmm.